Welcome back to Spanning the State. I am Kristen Bry here with Dan Schaefer. You know what movie I watched over the weekend? What's that? Aaron Brockovich. Aaron, what prompted you to watch Aaron Brockovich? My sister-in-law was in town and she just put it on and she was babysitting Frankie as I was getting some work done. And then I didn't get any work done because I sat down and actually watched the movie with her. got sucked in. And it's from 2000. So it's been a while since that movie came out. But it was interesting to watch it with a new lens of poisoned water or contaminated water, especially when we now talk a lot about throughout Wisconsin, there are many, many different places that are dealing with PFAS or PFAS contamination. And this, these forever chemicals are linked to not a, a lot of things that are also in that movie, right? We talk about there's kidney and testicular cancers, lower birth weights, harm to immune system and reproductive systems. There's altered hormone regulation and thyroid. There's all these bad things that can happen to it from PFAS contamination. And it's in everything. Anything that is waterproof or water resistant has these forever chemicals in it. And then it gets in our water. It's a huge problem. And it's a huge problem, particularly in Wisconsin. And I think that is, you know, something that elected officials are trying to figure out. But I think also we have need some research to researchers to get a better understanding of, wh- of what exactly the problem is and what we can do about it, too. And so there's lots of research being done as far as how do you get these forever chemicals out of our water, out of our soil. And now there is n- new research being done at UW-Stevens Point that plants, specifically a cannabis hemp plant and alfalfa, could be a solution. So joining us now are Shannon Reha and Brian Beringer, two of the scientists leading this study at UW-Stevens Point. Thanks for making time for us. Yeah, thanks for having us. So where? how did the hypothesis for this start? Why plants? Why these plants? It's um, a great question. And, and really, we just were interested in um, looking at phytoremediation in general using cannabis. Um, because this was a, a plant that one of our undergraduates was interested in studying. Um, we started looking at heavy metals because those are pretty common contaminants in cannabis-based products. And then once we started learning more and more about PFAS, we're like, okay, well, these are great phytoremediators for heavy metals. Could they be used for remediation of PFAS? Interesting. And so... Has the research already started? Because I know you guys just got a hundred seventy-five thousand grant dollar grant to start this. Has where where are you in the study so far? Um, yeah, so right now we are kind of in the developmental and the methods um, part of the research, coming up with our design for a greenhouse study, which we're hoping to start in the next um, couple weeks. Um, obviously, living in Wisconsin, it's pretty hard to plant this time of year outside. So we want to get a pilot um, study going in the greenhouse in the next couple of weeks where we are using contaminated soils um, and, and looking at a couple different varieties of cannabis, hemp, and alfalfa. So through this process, if you find that this is a successful way to, to clean the groundwater, to clean uh, these chemicals, how, how could it be expanded? Well, uh, it's, uh, this is Brian Berenger. Um, it's, uh, that's a great question. Um, and I, I think, you know, one of, and something that we're definitely struggling with a bit. Um, one of the things that we're thinking about is how do you deal with the plant material uh, that is contaminated with PFAS? And there are a number of ways of, of, uh, of doing that. But, um, but in, in terms of expansion, we're hoping that, that um, you know, these small scale studies will, 
will uh, will lead to larger scale applications in in the, in the field. And so. What are some of the things that you could do with a contaminated plant? Because I think there's a there's a low hanging fruit joke there about you know burning it and um, the fumes that could come off of it. But I'm guessing that there's an actual more practical thing that you can do with the remnants of these plants. Seems like maybe some of the UW Stevens Point students might be interested in the, in that aspect of it, perhaps. <laughs> yeah, that that wouldn't surprise me. But um, yeah, I mean, I'll just there there are a number of. of of, uh, of, of ways that people deal in general with, with bio waste, and that's exactly what you would end up with in this case. Um, and in fact, what is generally called heat treatment uh, is, is one, of those, one of those ways. There are a number of ways of, of burning, if you will, the material, uh, which um, has both pros and cons. Um, there are a variety of other ways potentially to deal with, uh, with the, the bio waste. Um, one of them involves microbes and using microbes, whether bacteria or, or fungi, for example, to break down uh, the material. Um, uh, but I think I, I think the most common way is to is to essentially burn it. And again, um, there are a number of, of details there, but but incineration is is one of the most common techniques. So if this works, if this proves to be an effective, efficient, eco-friendly way to you, to decontaminate soil that has forever chemicals in it, why is this an optimal way versus other things that already exist? So currently to remediate soil, you have excavation of significant amounts of, of land that then have to be moved off site somewhere. And so by using plants, essentially what we're doing is we're concentrating that into a lot smaller mass. Yes, it still has to be moved off-site, but now you have significantly less mass moving off-site, and then you're not disrupting the soil as much. Um, so that, that's kind of where the benefit is. Um, there's also just some differences in what we've been finding in the literature between how plants remediate PFAS versus, um, say, other sorbents that are being investigated. Generally, some of the more industrial-based sorbents, I think, prefer the longer-chain PFAS, whereas plants tend to uptake the smaller or shorter-chain PFAS compounds. So by kind of using both methods, maybe it's a win-win so that you can encapsulate or capture a variety of PFAS. It's so interesting. It's way above my science brain as far as what you guys are trying to develop and create, but it's obviously very important. Shannon Reha and Brian Beringer are both with UW-Stevens Point leading a team researching how to use cannabis, hemp, and alfalfa to potentially decontaminate forever chemicals in soil. Thanks so much for your time today, guys. Thank you. Thank you.